said our mission moving is different we focused on the vision trying to hear light in the difference we caught up in a system that says hush rush get that cash up the part of us they fearing is a spirit when we stand up so stand bold they don't know about us it's the people that we trust is gonna be there when times are up so we speak into our freedom lift our people to the sun feminist voices it's time to discuss Welcome back to another episode of Feminist Voices. I'm Bailey. <laughs> I use any pronouns. My name is Mika. I use they, them pronouns. And today we are going to be talking about tattoos, which was a topic Mika was super excited to get into. Um, Mika, do you want to start by just saying like why you are so interested in tattoos, like this topic? In yeah. Time? Oh my gosh. I can talk about tattoos for hours. I'll just talk at people about tattoos. It's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Um, I think I've just like always absolutely been in love with them like as an art form. Um, both of my parents have tattoos, not that many, but they both have tattoos. Um, so I feel like I was never like raised with the like, ooh, tattoos are dirty and they are like bad. And eh. um, that, that sentiment definitely does live in certain members of my family. Um, but in terms of like my parents, it was always like, oh, that person has such a cool tattoo. Like, oh, that artwork is so amazing. And I think just like in terms of like my own personal expression, they are so, so important. Um, I see my tattoos as like very closely tied to like every identity I have ever. <laughs> like I think especially um, like my queer and trans identities. Um, I feel like recently I've like come to this like realization. Yeah, because for a while, like it was like, oh, tattoos are like just so pretty. And like, they're like interesting. Like they make your body look cool. But I feel like very recently I was like, oh no, like my tattoo, I see my tattoos as like part of my like transition almost. Like my tattoos are as important to my body and like my mind as like taking testosterone is. And like equally with my piercings, like it's not just my tattoos, it's my piercings as well. Can you say more about that? Yeah, um, I see my tattoos and my piercings as like anchors to my body because, <laughs> because I feel like for so long, it's like, not that like my body didn't belong to me, but it's just like, I felt so out of control. Like I almost like didn't recognize myself, which is like weird because I've lived in this body for my whole life. <laughs> um, but like the entire tattoo process for me, like from like the conception of an idea to contacting the artist, to seeing the drawing for the first time, to like the final stage, it's like, it's me like having complete control over what I'm going to look like and how I'm going to communicate to the world, like what I see myself as, yeah. That's so beautiful I feel like wow because I think that makes a lot of sense you know mm -hmm. um and maybe that's like also partially why like tattoos are just like so like part and parcel of like queer communities in general you know it's like part of queer yeah. culture but yeah wow I hear that that's lovely oh my goodness yeah and I feel like I I'm so against the the thought process of your tattoos have to be super meaningful and like mm. they have to like whatever, whatever. I'm like super against that because like, I think just like making the decision 
to, I want this on my body because I think it's pretty, or I think it's interesting is like the most like, like powerful thing that you can do to just like take complete ownership of like what you're going to look like and like how you want to convey any type of message that you want to, to either yourself or to anyone else is so cool. And I say that still having very like deep and meaningful tattoos um, because I, yeah, I mean, like, like I've been saying like the entire process of like getting tattoos for me is like this, like almost like spiritual thing for me. So I have tattoos whose like subject and content is like either directly related to my queerness or like ethnic identity. And I have some that are just pretty and like technically they're done very poorly but like the story behind it and like the process of getting it is still like very meaningful to me oh. yeah I think I really agree like I'd never honestly I'd never thought about it before because like my tattoos are also meaningful yeah you're right I think if you just like get a tattoo because you want to get a tattoo like I feel like that is like really bucking patriarchy you know and just like expectations about how your body is supposed to look just based off of some random elite people's expectations of you you know yeah um, that's true there's a lot of freedom in it as well tattoos are cool you know <laughs> like they're just like objectively cool you don't see a person with a tattoo and be like they're lame you know oh no tattoos and piercings immediately make people like 10 times more attractive to me <laughs> or sure like, like I know not everyone's tattoos are for other people but their tattoos are for me that person <laughs> got that tattoo because they were like I want to be hot to this person <laughs> and it works every time every time <laughs> that's so funny you're right though that is because then they become like even more of like a work of art you know mm-hmm. they, they are they literally are art at that point mm-hmm. I love this idea of like oh people will like go to a museum to look at like beautiful artwork but like random people like walking around every day could have like as equally beautiful pieces like on their body so like this like idea of like the body and like a person as like an art museum is so interesting to me that's so real that's so cool oh my <laughs> gosh I'd be thinking about that for a really long time mm-hmm. what was the first tattoo you got and which tattoo is your favorite we'll do both of those Ooh. okay I will start with the easier question first um so as soon as I could speak I was like mom I want a tattoo for my birthday like when I turn 18 because I'm in Texas and you have to be 18 to get a tattoo so when I was like about to turn 18 I was like hey it is time for a tattoo and um (laughs) I mean like for for since I think sixth or seventh grade every year for my birthday I would get a piercing it started with like a double piercing and then I got like an industrial and like, it just like went from there. So 18 was the, was the big birthday. I was like, okay, we're going to do it. Um, and my mom was resistant. She was like fake resistant. Um, she's like, are you sure you're so young? But she did the same thing for my sister, for my older sister. She got her first tattoo on her 18th birthday. So I was like, no, take these backsies. Um, <laughs> So we went to Austin for my first tattoo. I found this artist who was super cool. I actually, I was, oh my God, I was such a, a tattoo newbie. I was such a, a loser because I like messaged the <laughs> artist and he didn't answer right away. So I was like, 
oh my god so I messaged like two other artists like with the same concept the same idea oh my god and then I know um but the first one that I messaged was the one who I really wanted to get a piece from um so and I kid you not like the second I sent that like second or third email to the other artist he responded and was like yeah come by this day whatever whatever so I was like shit so I had to like email the other people and be like (laughs) I made up a lie I was like sorry I'm not actually going to be in town on that day after all looking forward to working with you in the future though (laughs) hope you're doing like this long thing when I literally could have just been like sorry like never mind but anyways we went you're too nice Um, I get it (laughs) I was just a child who didn't know how the world worked um so my first tattoo is um a loteria card and loteria is Mexican bingo (laughs) essentially um and I have so each car or it's oh my god wait does American bingo have is it just numbers and letters yeah okay so Mexican loteria is um different pictures with like the like it's like different nouns so there's like um the one that I have is La Sirena which is the mermaid and then they have like El abogado, which is like the lawyer, and like so, like different stuff like that. Um, so I got, yeah, so I have La Sirena on my calf, and that would, yeah, that is like the first tattoo that, like, or since it's my first tattoo, it is like definitely obviously connects to like my ethnic identity, but also like my queer identity because, like, I love or I like heard this idea, like, I forgot where first, but it's like always stuck with me as like mermaids and like mer people being like how do, how do I explain that these like really cool like representatives or like conceptions of like trans people because mm. like there's like no genitalia which like obviously like that is not where gender lies but it's this like super cool like just like genderless being living in the water so cool so amazing <laughs> um yeah so that is the first tattoo that I got and it was like a decently sized tattoo also. And the tattoo artist did not tell me this until after. He was like, that's a really painful spot to get a tat- like your first tattoo on. And I was like, that, that sounds like a lie. I feel like I purposely chose a spot that wasn't gonna be that painful. Um, and I went into it telling myself, I was like, okay, this is gonna be the most painful thing you're ever gonna feel in your entire life. So that when I went in, it obviously wasn't that. So I was like, okay, this is doable because I already hyped myself up for the worst. Um, but the most challenge, the most difficult part about that tattoo was because it's like on a muscle, it would like, like, um, uh, like contract, contact? like involuntarily. So he would have to like, like take the, the needle away. And I, it happened four times. I counted because I was so embarrassed. I also made this very unfair, like promise with my, to myself that I was like, this is so stupid, but that I was like never gonna complain while getting a tattoo. I was gonna sit through it the entire time and never like ask for, never ask for a break, super ridiculous. But um, yeah, every time it, it like contracted, I felt so bad, but it like literally wasn't my fault. And he was very nice about it. And then, oh, there's a second question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which one's your favorite? That is so difficult. Um, yeah, every tattoo that I, I have, 
six tattoos right now. I'm getting a seventh tomorrow, actually. Um, but yeah, all of my tattoos are so special to me. But I think I would have to say um, the like quarter sleeve that I have, mainly because it was the most expensive and the longest session that I ever sat through. Um, but oh, it's so beautiful. I love my that tattoo. It is Shochipili, who is the Mexica god and protector of queer and trans people, amongst other things that is a very simplified version or, or a very simplified um, explanation of who he is. But yeah, I feel like so often I feel like completely out of control of my life and being alive like very often. So to feel like I have like my ancestors and my community like watching over me and like protecting me at all times is like really important to me. Oh, I love that. So Bailey, do you have any tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mika, I do. So I have two tattoos. Um, would love to get more. I'm like always planning my next tattoo. I think I have, I only have two. I have, yeah, I think I only have two ideas currently for like what I want my next tattoos to be. Only two? I am <laughs> constantly like, that would be a great tattoo idea. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. For like a lot of last year, I like wanted to get a tattoo of like two women having sex on my hip. Mm-hmm. Boom. And um. But now I'm like, maybe I shouldn't do that because it seems a little, a little much, seems a little on the nose, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't um, know. I, I follow this um, super cool, like, queer tattoo artist on Instagram, and all of his stuff is, like, um, like kink and, like, queer themed. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm in love with those tattoos. I would get any of that. <laughs> I think there's power in that, honestly. Probably. I, I, maybe someday, someday, mm-hmm. maybe it will get there. Anyways. So, um, but yeah, my first tattoo, I also got for my 18th birthday. Um, and I went to high school in Shanghai, um, mm. which I feel like we've never talked about, but definitely has shaped a lot of who I am today. Like I'm from Arizona and I didn't, like the person that I really was there I like was part of the you know I was a sheep I was a sheep in Arizona and so when I got to Shanghai I feel like was the first time that I like really got to know myself um Mm -hmm. and I got my Chinese name inked on my ankle my inner ankle the artist um suggested as well like putting Japanese cherry blossoms along the side of it because they like bloom in the winter or whatever that seemed like a stretch I like wasn't really sure <laughs> what she was talking about but they're really pretty and so I was like yeah sure um and I love flowers that's like my thing so yeah and I like now I like don't really know how I feel about it as much because I am not Chinese and so it feels mm-hmm. weird that I have Chinese characters on my ankle um but I think that like I chose I chose my Chinese name because it felt like an apt representation of the identity that I had grown into um, and like talking about selfhood. But I think at this point, I probably, if I was doing it again, I would probably have chose something different. Um, Mm -hmm. Which brings me to my next tattoo, which I got in Taiwan last summer. Last summer being the summer, the not COVID summer, the summer before that. (laughs) Summer of 2019. Um, Yeah, when I was in Taiwan, and I'm kind of obsessed with the idea of like getting tattoos when I travel more mm-hmm. so than getting tattoos 
like wherever I live because I don't really live anywhere actually but um yeah and so I like was just <laughs> searching on Pinterest you know the vibes <laughs> and I was like <laughs> um and there was like I really like minimalist tattoos and so there's this like small little house um and I really liked that because because I like didn't really feel like myself until I went to China and then my family moved out of China while I was a freshman at Stanford and so I never really got to say goodbye to it I haven't been back since then I haven't been back to Arizona like I never go back to Arizona and so it's like this weird my family lives in Costa Rica now so it's just like this weird like I am not I don't belong anywhere basically like I don't have a home anywhere and so it's like sort of like an homage to myself like being a home for myself which is also a quote that I really like from Audrey Lord in Zombie, which is her her biomythography, where she's like talking about coming into this house of herself. And I don't know, I really like that. Um, and so then there's also three little birds flying out of it. And that's just sort of to represent the members of my family and the ways in which like I'll always be connected to them and they're always part of me. But we don't have to be together for that to be true. You know, like they're still home for me, but I'm home to myself first and foremost yeah <laughs> that's beautiful oh my god <laughs> thank you thank you yeah wait where is it did you say that already oh sorry. no sorry it's on my side boob basically I like okay. wanted it to be close to my heart but I didn't want it to be on my heart and so <laughs> like the closest so I figured you, I could so get. you settled <laughs> you compromised yeah, yeah I was gonna say I feel like I've never seen any of your tattoos <laughs> yeah I keep them there, I like I prefer I think smaller tattoos right now like the ones that mm-hmm. I have in mind they're like small medium size yeah that's the that's the battle I always have with my mother really? <laughs> um who yeah so she herself like I said has tattoos but she's a teacher um so she has um, to cover them up unfortunately um so every time I'm like ooh. I'm getting a new tattoo or I'm like hey mom I got a tattoo <laughs> um her concern is always like but you don't know like what job you're gonna have yet or like you don't know like if that's gonna be like an acceptable thing where you work whatever but the way that I look or I look at it on many on many levels for one I feel like the same job who would not allow me to show my tattoos would be the same job that would not hire a queer brown trans person. <laughs> so if anything is going to stop me from getting a job, it is not going to be my tattoos. And like the other thing is like, like I just simply wouldn't want a job that doesn't value or respect self-expression like that. Um, and also I feel like like making decisions about like your body and like in this context, like tattoos and piercings, while I like, I understand like, um trying to how do you explain that I understand like not wanting to like face these barriers and like these challenges but I feel I personally feel like making decisions about my body based on this like very racist idea of like what is professional just like upholds that idea so I I will get tattoos and piercings anywhere I damn well please. <laughs> Hell yeah. I completely agree. Um, like I hate professionalism in all of its <laughs> many faces, 
but yeah, I would not want to work at a place. I couldn't see myself working at a place that didn't like tattoos and piercings. Mm-hmm. And I think obviously there's like privilege in saying that. Yeah. As well, but. Yeah, yeah. And like my mom got her tattoos in spots where she thought like, oh, like I could still like easily cover this, but she has like a pretty big piece on her shoulder on like the, like her back shoulder area and mm-hmm. the one on her ankle. Um but what she did not consider is that we live in an area that is 100 <laughs> degrees at all yeah. times. So if she wants to wear shorts or a tank top, like at school, she has to, she puts a bandaid over it, which is, uh, it, and it, it kills me and it kills her. Mm. Like the, uh, the, like that whole act is like, just so like detrimental. It makes me so sad and her so sad because they're also like cultural tattoos. It's so, um. it's so sad. Yeah. That is sad. Like covering parts of yourself up literally. You know? And literally. Yeah. It's true. Okay. I wanted to ask you if you had any mental rules for tattoos, like where or what to get, like different colors, different styles that you just like are like like against for a reason or for no reason at all. Ooh, against? Let me think. What would you never get? And where would you never get a tattoo? I mean, I, I obviously would never get like culturally significant tattoos that are not relevant to the cultures that I am from. Like mm. when I see people getting like, like different like tribal tattoos or different, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that makes me cringe personally. In terms of like styles, I, I sort of have the styles that I want like mapped out. Um, mm. I feel like my left arm, um, that already that my like half sleeve is already started on it's done in like a really smooth black and gray with flowers that are pops of color mm. um and also the um, regalia that the statue is wearing has pops of color so I sort of want the my left arm to be like black and gray with like different pops of color cute um yeah and then my right arm I think is gonna be more like traditional neo-traditional I think that style is so beautiful and then I think like my legs are going to be like the same style. Um, oh, a style I would never get. <laughs> my my good friend Mary, who um, she has a tattoo, and we we uh, my friend group talks about tattoos all the time. We always make fun of her because she loves watercolor tattoos. <laughs> and while I can appreciate them, they are they can be beautiful. They just simply will not last. And if I am going to be dishing out that amount of money, I would like that to (laughs) stay on my body. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And in terms of location, this is kind of gross, but like you feel free to not include this. (laughs) But but last last time I was getting tattooed, I was talking to, to my artist and we were talking about like people who get like crazy tattoos or whatever, whatever that means, right? And I and we <laughs> we started talking about people who get their buttholes tattooed. Oh my god! That that idea stresses me out so bad. Like simply <laughs> from like beginning to end, that seems so stressful. Like the process of getting it. Ow! Ow! Yeah. Ow! Oh my god! For sure. And like, how do you heal it? Oh my god! Like, how does how do you keep it clean? Right. And like, oh. oh. <laughs> some people just need to be touched you know it's the only way they can get it 
I'm sure you could pay other people to touch you in that area in a much <laughs> in a much less painful way. Ooh, <laughs> Unless ooh. you like that. And I mean, I'm not shaming in that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's your body. Do what you want. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, can I ask you a question now? Yeah. What is your favorite part of the tattoo process? Interesting. I feel like my favorite part is probably just like like coming up with the idea and like coming up with significance mm. for it. Um, because I don't like, I don't like talking to people very much, you know? And so like the like meeting, like meeting the artist or like setting up the consultation stresses me out a lot. Yeah. Um, and then the actual process of getting the, the tattoo is kind of fun, I guess. Like I, I am very, this is also, I get small tattoos so they don't take that long to do. Yeah. Um, and so that part is kind of fun just because it's like the actual it's like actually happening you know and it doesn't hurt that bad in my experience um but yeah I don't know I think I just really like that the idea that like I'm going to have art and put art on my body mm-hmm. I think feels really magical to me um yeah. yeah and just have it be there forever yeah oh that was so cute that's so pure <laughs> <laughs> thank you um so you said that there are some people in your family who don't really like tattoos can you go into that more I'm thinking also specifically about like elders um Mm. and like whose opinions you value when you're thinking about tattoos um yeah I feel like I was thinking yeah everyone who doesn't really like tattoos in my family are are older I guess I was thinking Mm. primarily about my grandma my maternal grandma when she saw my mom's first tattoo she fainted (laughs) Oh my god! Which isn't, which isn't funny. I'm sorry, <laughs> but the, my family is very dramatic. Just all of us. Just <laughs> we're we're the, we're center stage at all times. Um, and when, yeah, when I told her that I was getting like my first tattoo, she was not very excited about it. Um, it it was never. It's never been like such a big thing that it has made me question my choices one thing Mm -hmm. about like my like tattoos is I am like always very like secure in like the decision that I'm making to to Mm -hmm. get it which I think is like an important part of the process for me personally um and yeah she she definitely and like it it makes sense where my where my family comes from more so my uh maternal grandfather where my family comes from we we come from the south valley of albuquerque new mexico so tattoos there have a very different um attitude towards them they mean very different things so when my mom who like being like a woman got a tattoo it was like she was like sending very different she couldn't it could have been perceived that she was sending very different messages Mm. um so I feel like a lot of the their attitudes come from that which like makes sense um but surprisingly my my grandfather has always like been pretty cool with my tattoos (laughs) um yeah but my grandma every time I I get a new one it's always the same face of like how could you do that to your body (laughs) (laughs) Um, and and then followed up always is what does it mean to you why is it important which like okay like I get it but also like they can be there just for pretty just for pretty (laughs) 
Yeah, but I'm I'm a horrible example of that because again, all my tattoos are very <laughs> deep and significant. So does it like make her feel better if the tattoos do have meaning or like knowing what they mean to you? Oh, for sure. For sure. Like um, I have a tattoo on my chest that is a line from a poem that one of my uh, best friends wrote for me for my birthday. Um, <laughs> cute. Already yeah. Cute. <laughs> yeah. And I got it right before I left for college because I was like, I want to keep a piece of them with me all the time. Mm. Um, and that one, I, I like didn't tell her before I, I didn't tell my grandmother I was getting it before I got it. So she just like saw it one day and she was like, what is that? And then I like explained to her what it was. And she was like, oh, that's actually very nice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But... So do you have any ideas for future pieces? Yes, I definitely do. My current idea is, like I said, I really like minimalist tattoos. So my current idea is just like a circle <laughs> on my <laughs> on my like forearm or what is this called? Like my bicep, I guess. That's the Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm like trying to jazz it up a little bit currently, but I've just to explain why I want this like circle. Is because recently I've become really obsessed with like the concept of like nonlinearity of time. And I mean, probably the best way to symbolize that is the infinity sign, but I'm never getting an infinity <laughs> sign tattooed on my body. That is not a thing that's going to happen. That was my sister's first tattoo. <laughs> It is covered up, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, for sure. And so I, I think that like, and I just really believe in like circularity and things being cyclical. And so I think a circle just makes a lot of sense. Um, and then I also kind of like the idea of like, if I have the circle tattooed on my body, I could just like color it in whenever I wanted to. So it's like my own <laughs> little like coloring page, I guess, on my body, which and then it'll wash away, you know, and I think that's pretty cool. Um, and I'm currently thinking about just like, yeah, like I said, ways to jazz it up. And I'm like really obsessed with lavender as a symbol. Mm-hmm. Like I have a very yeah. strong attachment to it. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's just like very much a part of who I am for some reason. And so I like kind of want to just like maybe make the circle out of like two pieces of lavender, stalks of lavender. I don't know. Yeah, which I think would be cute, but then I feel like sort of messes with the with the actual like meaning of it. I don't know. We'll think about it. Obviously, I don't have it yet, so she's <laughs> a work in progress. And then I also really like I really want one that's sort of like a hand holding a bouquet of flowers. Again, the floral theme. I'm telling you. Um, and this idea more came from like I want Raleigh to design one of my tattoos. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> Um, and Raleigh does really good illustrations of him. So Raleigh, for our listeners, is <laughs> our past co-coordinator for Feminist Narratives. And they're also an artist. So, yeah, I want them to do, like, an illustration of, like, a hand holding a bouquet of flowers. But I want, like, each flower to represent, like, a different woman in my family. Um, just based off of, like, what their favorite flowers are. And I think it'd be really cute, you know. And I want that one probably, I was thinking, on my back, like, on my shoulder, maybe. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. I'm so mixed about getting tattoos on the backside of my body because I want to look at that. (laughs) That's real. I've thought about that a lot as well. But you have one on your calf. I guess you could see your calf easier than you could see your back. Yeah. 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 I I frequently forget about that tattoo, though. (laughs) 
<laughs> sometimes sometimes I'll um or like usually it's like very shortly after I get a tattoo I'll be like moving quickly and I'll see something and I'm like what is that <laughs> but that happens every once in a while with the one on my leg both of my tattoos because they're in such like discreet places like mm-hmm. I see them and I still get surprised by them sometimes <laughs> so I hear that yeah I just want them I just want to be covered in pretty little tattoos you know I really want like tattoos like on my rib cage and like Ooh. on my sides more as well. I think those are super cute. I just pain averse, so <laughs> not ideal. I don't know. That that is so completely up to the person. There was a person in my freshman dorm who for scav hunt got a tattoo. And oh it was her God. first tattoo. And she got like a like it was like a like a lot of words. I wanna say it was in script. But it was like it was like a quote, and she got it on her ribcage, and she was like, "It was completely fine." Wow. So I, it like completely depends on like your own like personal pain tolerance, and then like your like physical body. Mhm, mhm, that makes sense. I've, I've never, I've never allowed like the pain of a tattoo, like the placement, mm-hmm. to like deter me from getting it, because like it'll definitely suck in the moment, but then it's, it's there for pretty. the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. Pretty. Yeah, I guess I have, I'm trying to think if I have, I think I just, like, there are placements that I want to save for, like, a tattoo that I really, really like, you know? They're, oh, like, they're, I feel like, that. Reserved. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I do, the, I do the same thing. Like, I, as, as potentially reckless as I am with my tattoos, I know good real estate. <laughs> <laughs> And exactly. I will not I will not be violating those spaces quite yet. I do know that I'm only 19 years old. <laughs> I always make the joke that one day I'm gonna get really, really, really buff just so that I can have more skin to tattoo. <laughs> I love no other that. Reason. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Um, what is your prime real estate? Definitely well, I took up one of them already. <laughs> but definitely, um, what part of your arm is this? the top part <laughs> definitely that spot also the um yeah like the the part over your heart like that like chest area but I think I eventually want to get a white dove there for my mom oh so I so I I still like will think of like what I'm going to fill these <laughs> these spaces with first yeah, yeah I think I'm gonna get a white dove for my mom there that's cute oh. okay my last question for you is if you could give advice to your younger self or even just like a general tattoo novice listener, what would it be? Oh, to myself. Well, first I would thank myself. I would, no, actually I would thank the state of Texas for not allowing <laughs> teenagers under 18 to get tattoos because <laughs> I would just be filled with Fall Out Boy quotes oh and Fall Out Boy album covers. <laughs> I do not have a doubt in my mind that if I had more control over my body, that is what I would currently look like. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but I think, don't, okay, I will say this and then I will explain. Don't okay. overthink it. I think you should think about it, but I think if you're thinking about it already and you are crossing over into the area of overthinking, you should just do it at that point. Mm. Because I think you know when, like, it feels right. Like, if you have, like, hesitations, like, that's there for a reason. But equally, if you have this idea and you are excited about it and you 
can picture yourself being happy with this for like at least some period of your life, I think you should do it because I'm not going to say that like, yeah, I feel like even maybe some of the tattoos now that I have now or the ones that I potentially will get, I can't say that I'll be happy with them for the rest of my life. I know that I can be happy with the quality of work and that is something that I have control over. Snaps. Um, yeah, but I think you have to just like, I feel like tattoos are like bookmarks in my life. And mm. I know that at, for at least some period of my life or like when, or the point that I got this tattoo, I liked it for some reason. And that's an important thing to capture. Exactly. I, yeah, I really hear you on that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, that's like this, this whole like, you're going to regret that when you're older. Maybe, maybe I will. But right now it makes me happy. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly what I was going to say. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. There, you have like so much space on your body, like not you specifically, general you. Um, <laughs> to like get tattoos like why would you not you know if you regret that one just get another one that you probably won't regret or that you <laughs> will get a different point in time like and then just don't talk about the other one <laughs> yeah yeah so the I won't say my least favorite tattoo because I love all my children equally <laughs> but maybe perhaps the most questionable one that I have um I got it with my friend Angel who is the person who um, wrote the poem of the tattoo that I have. Mm-hmm. We went to the, the same shop that I got it at. So I knew all the artists. I was comfortable with the quality of their work. So I was like, okay, cool. They were having mm-hmm. um, a Friday the 13th sale as a lot of tattoo shops mm-hmm. have. Um, and they wanted to get their first tattoo. They had a, a sheet of flash that was cute and we approved of. We picked out our um, tattoos and what we were gonna get. And when I walked in, I saw the artist and I was like, cool. I know all of, I'm familiar with all of their work. I'm, I'm confident, except that person. I've never seen that person before. And <laughs> guess who I got? I got that person. <laughs> and so I chose a coffin and a ghost. Mm. They were two separate pieces that I put together to make my own. I created my whole, my whole storyline with these two pieces. Um, <laughs> And I got them on my knee. They are done very poorly in Aww. thick, dark black lines that do not match up. <laughs> um, yes. But I got it with someone who I really cared about. And it was like a fun experience. And it was when they got their first tattoo. So it's like, oh, the memories are connected. there. I'm sorry? The memories are there. Yeah, exactly. Like it's always going to be significant in that way. And I always rationalize that tattoo with, I am going to be covered with tattoos anyways. A few questionable ones is not going to make a difference. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the goal is to be covered in tattoos. You know, Mm -hmm. I see the people on social media and they're like covered in tattoos. And I'm like, like you said earlier, like they're so hot. (laughs) I can only aspire, you know? Yeah, it's always tattoos and hair that make the person. Everything else in between. Couldn't care less. Beautiful. That's so real. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Do we have any closing thoughts on tattoos? I guess I feel like we didn't talk about that they can be expensive. <laughs> you Ooh, know. Ooh, that's yeah. That's a that's a fat barrier. It is. I think my yeah, first one. I'm... I think I got overcharged to be honest because I didn't know any better. You know. I'm scared. Um, How much was it? I think it was. 
it was a few hundred dollars for like a very it was, it's not it's like pretty small so I think size wise um and my other one my second one cost like 60 bucks so I was like I feel like they should have cost more you know the cost should have been more similar than it was so it wasn't like yeah, outrageously that's... expensive it was just for the size of it yeah that's such a difficult thing because like I would never tell an artist how much their their art is worth mm. but at the same time like you can overcharge like that is a thing that happens and that's so dependent on like geographical location it's dependent on like the artist's like popularity and like the um the recognition that they have from like the industry for for better or for worse that's that's a tricky thing I'm very lucky that I live in an area where tattoos are not that expensive they are I mean they're never going to be cheap right actually <laughs> the flash that I got was like $40 and it is a $40 oh, tattoo <laughs> um but yeah no I'm so excited with the with the shop that I go to or the artist that I go to because she just opened her own shop and it's like I'm pretty sure I could be completely wrong but I'm pretty sure that this is like the first like woman run owned tattoo shop in my area. Ooh. And she is the best tattoo artist in Laredo. Everyone, everyone in Laredo listening to this, go to Tattoos by Desiree at Iron Horse Tattoo. <laughs> do you have a coupon code too? I unfortunately do not yet. <laughs> we're, we're working on that uh, sponsorship. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I have a I have a note on my phone that I've like kept I've kept track of all of my tattoos and how much they they've been. Really? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think I think in the future I would want to be more intentional about who I go to for tattoos. Because mm-hmm. um, like I said, I really like getting them when I'm like in different places. Also, partially because I could not get a tattoo by Stanford like imagine how expensive that would be like in Palo Alto or in San Francisco even you know yeah yeah I I went with uh, my friend Andrew we both got tattoos together at a place in I want to say it was in Redwood City I want to say but I I have like a, a whole spreadsheet of tattoo shops in the Bay Area <laughs> because I am a wow. lot yeah and I found this really cool place um they like only this like particular artist like only took walk-ins like during the weekend and like at specific times so we got there super early and we're still like waiting for hours um but he had really good prices wait can you send me the spreadsheet (laughs) yes I will I will find it and I will I will send it over to you Yes, let's crowdsource this tattoo knowledge. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I always see people like on Twitter, like I'm looking for a, a tattoo shop in the Bay Area that's not crazy expensive. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's that last detail. <laughs> that's real. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else you want to say? Any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Um, if you're thinking about getting a tattoo, go get that tattoo. For that, I that is my advice. Yeah, I the amount of oh my god, actually, (laughs) the amount of UPS store workers that I have convinced to get tattoos (laughs) is kind of strange. 
it's been three. I'm up to three. <laughs> I oh will. And I'm taking all of the credit, all of the responsibility <laughs> here. They have those tattoos on their bodies because of me. I will, I'll, like, very often I'll have people comment, like, or they'll say that they like my piercings or my tattoos, and I'll be like, oh, thank you. And then they'll say, like, yeah, I've been thinking of getting one immediately. I'm just like, get it. Absolutely do it. I will, I will drive you there. I will give you all the information. <laughs> do it, please. We need more tattooed people. We do. <laughs> Some people just need that push, you know? They do, yeah. Only one of my friends has, ta- has a tattoo, actually, which is kind of surprising. Given, given that all of my friends are queer, you know? Uh, yeah, that's strange. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some of them my, have piercings, um, though, too, so I guess it balances out. So my, my close friend group on campus, it's about four of us, and the joke is that my friend Andrew is just slowly morphing into me because <laughs> <laughs> since meeting me, has gotten very into tattoos and, like, wants piercings and has done all this, like, crazy wow. stuff. Um. But for a while, it was just the three of it was three of us that had tattoos, and my last friend didn't have a tattoo, but really wanted some. But very recently, got his first tattoo. So all four of us are complete. Cute. Mm-hmm. It was a big boy too. It takes up like most of his forearm. Oh wow! Jumped right in. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's better to be the dominant personality, you know, <laughs> than the. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everyone knows, I am running this show. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's a good position to be in, I think. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening to Feminist Voices. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.